My name is August McLaughlin, and I've been contemplating girl boners for years. It's time for Girl Boner Radio with August McLaughlin, a spicy blend of personal stories, in-depth reporting, and inspiration. Girl Boner is where good girls go for sexual empowerment. Listen in as August McLaughlin, award-winning health and sexuality writer, explores female sexual pleasure like no one else. She's the big sister slash girlfriend you've always wanted, and she loves to talk sex. Only on Global Voice Broadcasting. Tell me if you've heard this one. Women fake orgasms to have relationships. Men fake relationships to have orgasms. Or how about this one? Women need a reason to have sex. Men just need a place. If they seem funny to you, you have probably bought into some super common myths about sexuality. Welcome back to Girl Boner Radio, where good girls go for sexual empowerment. I'm your host, August McLaughlin, and as you've probably gathered by now, I love debunking uh, harmful myths about sexuality. I had the chance to do so in a really cool way recently on the Huffington Post. It was my very first uh, contribution to their health and sexuality network. I hope you'll check out the full article, but here are a few highlights from the myths that I covered. Uh, First was orgasms elude most women. There's absolutely no sound or current research to uphold this, but you'll find it all over in headlines. It's pretty crazy. Another one I addressed was women peak sexually in their 30s. This is super, super common. A lot of people believe this, but it's simply not true. That idea derived from this tiny little study from ages ago, which had a lot of limitations. Um, And more recent research shows that sexual gratification for women actually increases continually over time if we maintain sex-positive attitudes and and prioritize sexuality. And the other myth that I covered was uh, that women are less visual than men. I imagine many of you realize this, being a visual creature yourself. Uh, But Meredith Shivers, who's this fantastic researcher at uh, Queen's University and a professor, showed that women and men are equally physically aroused by visual stimuli, but women just aren't as likely to recognize or discuss it. You can learn more about that if you go back to my show on... uh, on Sexy Humor, my my show with uh, Aaliyah Janine was fabulous. Uh, she's such a funny guest, and we talked about uh, sexist humor, non-sexist humor, and just how awesome she is. To read more about the myths I shared and why so much of the public tends to keep on believing them, don't feel guilty if you do because, like I said, it's super easy to uh, – kind of be misled, you can find my article by going to HuffingtonPost.com slash August-McLaughlin. Here's one myth I didn't cover in the article. Gentleman porn star is an oxymoron. Not true. Today's guest is a living proof. Flash Brown was born and raised in Memphis and played professional basketball overseas and semi-pro basketball in the U.S. before entering the world of adult entertainment. His impressive 11-and-a-half-inch cock, yes, you heard me right, has made him a hit with fans all over the globe, igniting all kinds of girl boners, earning him all kinds of awards, too, including an ex-biz Best Male Newcomer Award, several Urban X Awards, and more. If the sound of his stealthy manhood excites you, ladies, you are in luck. You can now purchase an exact replica of his manhood, something we're definitely going to discuss here in a bit. How are you doing, Flash? Thanks for being here. 
Hi, thanks for having me. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm well, thanks. I'm so excited to to talk to you. You're actually the first uh, male adult entertainment star I have had on the show, so I'm excited about that. Okay. Yeah, it's very very cool. exciting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's very cool for me. Very cool. And for listeners, they're going to be so so excited. Um, so not many people shift from you know pro basketball to uh, pornography. What led you to pursue that uh, career? What led you into adult entertainment? Well, I mean, the basketball thing I had was, was I've been playing ball. I, I have been playing basketball for a long time now. Uh, majority of my majority of my uh, young adulthood, um, but you know, it, I got kind of like a not. I don't. I don't want to say I, I got tired of basketball, but I want to try something different, so to speak. And uh, uh, I do. I also do modeling too. Also, I model uh, here and there. And so, uh, um, what happened was, like I, I tell everybody else is. Uh, when I came to LA, I met a few friends here, and you know, uh, I mingled. I got some ex-team, ex-teammates this year that's here in LA, and based in Sacramento and Owens County. And thus, uh, so I was like going back and forth from Tennessee to here in uh, LA, California, uh, and several other areas. And uh, I met a photographer out here that does Molly, that does Molly pictures and whatnot, and he also does the the the, uh, the adult, the adult pictures. Whatnot. And so uh, he was telling me, you know, you just, I think you should, I think you know what I'm saying, just transit over into the porn industry and give it a try. And so I did that. Well, actually, it took a month or so to, 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 to sit down and think about it. And uh, once I got my head clear, you know, like, all right, let me go ahead and give it a try. So I gave it a try, you know, I just took off from there. So, we're like, that was the process of that. Fascinating. And uh, what was your first day on the job like? Were you nervous? Was it exciting? Kind of both? Uh, I asked my, my, my first my first scene I did was, uh, it wasn't with a major company. It was, like, more so like a, um, I want to say, like a try. Like, you know, to, to get a feel of, of, of the, but as it goes on, on set, to prepare myself to when I do shoot with other companies, uh, for major companies, I'll be like comfortable on set. And so I did maybe two or three of those privately. And then uh, once I did my first major scene, I believe it was with uh, Dolphart at, uh, at black.com, Black on Blondes. Uh, so once I did my first scene there with them, uh, it was just, I was cool. It was cool. I had a good time on set. I was calm, just a little nervous, just a little bit nervous. But once I got, you know, once once you got that uh, got that dick uh, hard and ready to go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a good time on that. Yeah, it, it was all good. That's so awesome. There, and my career just took off too. Also, that is so exciting, and I can imagine how how fun it must be. Uh, did you tell your your friends and family right away, or how have they responded? Uh, nah, nah, I, I never did. I never told my uh, my, my close relatives uh, exactly uh, what I was doing for the for the adult industry part. Um, what happened was uh, my mom. My mom was crazy. My mom. Uh, she she finally found out by purchasing uh, a, a adult movie. Oh no! <laughs> she didn't. She didn't know how the movie. <laughs> that is so was, uh, funny, but I bet it was horrifying at first. Yeah, it was seductive. Yeah, it was seductive type of known like erotic type movie. Yeah, I didn't know. My, I didn't know she was buying those like right now, right now. But she, 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 she. Uh, apparently, she, she still watches it. I remember when I was younger, I used to find like uh, porn tapes, 
and uh, and her and her boyfriend uh, uh bedrooms, uh, dressers and stuff. So I was just go back there as a little kid, like you know, mess around, like find certain things, you know what I'm saying? And so I was always true about born at a, at, a, at a early early age, you know. <laughs> so you can tell your mom that she helped well, inspire yeah. your career, right? Right, right, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. But you know, but she, 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 she okay. She found the, the, the DVD movie, and uh, you know, she called me and like uh, asked me something was going on with this, this, this. I seen you in the porn up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, I said, mom, calm down, calm down. She said, well, I'm not gonna trip. I'm not gonna trip on it. She just, she just asked me, are, are you okay, son? Uh, is, is business okay? You, you, you're making, you're making everything cool. And then she just was just, she was just, you know, what I'm saying we're just, just calling to see if I was comfortable, if everything was cool with me, and, 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 and she had my full support, so it, it, it was cool. That is awesome. She sounds like a, a wonderful mother. And it's interesting, we talk a lot about uh, porn being a lot of people's sex education, even more so now, you know, than, than 10, 20 years ago with the internet and everything. Uh, did you learn much about sexuality growing up? Was your family kind of open with it, or did you learn anything at school, or did you primarily kind of learn it yourself? Kind of, I can't. I, I was kind of a late blossom, to be uh, to, to, honestly. You know, um, <clears throat> for that, for sex, I came in. I think I started. I think I started like I was a virgin until I was like maybe like uh, I want to say uh, ninth grade. No, not ninth grade. Let me say uh, not ninth grade. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I want to say um, my tenth grade year. Yeah, my tenth grade year. It's my law, my virginity. So. Um, but my family, my family never did uh, uh, open up to me to, to to sit down with me and explain to me, you know, the details of this, to, to be aware of this and that, this and that, you know what I'm saying? They kind of like, you know, low-key, brusquely, you know what I'm saying, told me certain things here and there. And there but they never did sat down with me in, in detail until I had to go over, you know, the, you know, the birds of the bees, so to speak. Sure. Yeah, that is so common. It's very interesting how, I mean, thank goodness we do have uh, other ways that people can learn and people who are, you know, outspoken about it. And one thing I've learned is that all of the adult stars that I've interviewed have been very, you know, intelligent and kind and, um, you know, and I'm sure every every industry has people who are, you know, lovely hearted and people who are a little bit more, you know, vindictive or insecure, or whatever. It's, you know, it, it it's not about what uh, career necessarily that you're in. But I think there are so many myths about porn out there and about the people who are performing. And I know for women, a lot of times, you know, there might be different myths. What are some of the myths that you've kind of uh, heard about porn that you can kind of set straight for us? Well, um, <clears throat> When I first got into got into the industry, I didn't know I was I was a rookie. I wasn't too much like uh, uh, educated uh, uh, with the industry for us, like who's like you know on top of the game, who's like who's the, the top celebrities in the industry, and who uh, the, the, the like you know the the um, the Hall of Fame veterans from AVN, et cetera. I didn't know exactly who these people were until I got in the industry. And that's when I started to start to learn more about the industry, and I started to, to take the industry more uh, more seriouser. I want more serious, more serious, and also the, the business aspects of the uh, the industry. I took it more serious. Um, okay, uh, so so when I got into the industry, uh, the the, the stereotypes I, I I found out for uh, with us 
female and male porn stars is, you know, we're very gullible. Uh, we don't have too much uh, education. Uh, we just, um, uh, you know, on set uh, performers, and, and we don't have anything else uh, besides that to 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 uh, fall back on. But I have a degree in business administration that I uh, that I have in college. I got, I got in college, so. Uh, and I also have a company, a production company that I have, uh, proceeded to have uh, my first in the industry. And uh, so, I mean, I mean, I mean, the port, I mean, it's just, it's just very stereotypic, you know what I'm saying, about about porn stars. But you know what I'm saying, we just got to know what I'm saying, go out here uh, like nowadays and like show them wrong, try to prove a point to them, not that, just to them, but to yourself, to be more educated within the industry and the business side of the industry too also. That's a really good point. And I think it's so it's very hypocritical, too, because so many people judge the people who are in the industry and yet they're watching it and enjoying it. And, you know, I think it's really important that people like you are so open and forthright and and do have so much going for you and that you're you're there by choice, which is wonderful. What uh, I'm sure there are many things, but what, what's one of the things that you love most about your work? Uh, the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we like that answer. Very nice. I suppose yeah, you get to yeah, uh, engage with many of them. That's, lady. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the, the girls. Are the, I mean, I have a good time on the show. I have a good time with the, with the uh, the ladies, of course. Um, and it's good to have. It's good to be on set with uh, with, with, with females that are, that are are cool and laid back and uh, 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 open to to to. And even open to work with different, uh, you know, races of uh, performers, not just, you know, shooting with the uh, uh, one, partic- one particular race, but, but uh, we're able to shoot with different kinds and, and take the career to a whole nother level. And, you know, and the directors is very, like, cool and relaxed and, you know, not too detailed on the, on the, on the work at hand, but having fun on set is very, very key. I love that. That's fantastic. And it's great to see more interracial interactions, you know, and because it is, it's education for people to say, you know what, we're all people. And uh, it's it's great to see that, to see the diversity. Uh, what's one of the things that's most um, challenging for you as far as your, your work goes? Yeah, it is. That is the, the, the answer. Uh, the, the IR and the, the, the race thing is, it's, 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 um, it's not challenging for me, so to speak, but it's getting better. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember, I remember, of, I remember from, from from learning from other people that were telling me this that this this been in the industry way longer than me, saying that you know, uh, you know, the the university game wasn't nowhere going to be like where it's at right now. Not even not even known or thought of. You know, uh, right when porn started, but you know now it's it's in the transition it's in the transition mode to become uh, which it is right now, like one of the number one you know top sellers in the industry right now. So. That's a good thing. Congratulations. That's huge. That's progress. I know there's still work to be done, but, you know, every step counts. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Right. Not just, not, just from the sales, for, not just from the sales point of view for the, you know, the universal part, but it has to be done from the, from the bottom, you know, the foundation, like outside, it, outside of the scene, you know, uh, like the people that, that, that actually run the show. The big, the big hats. Okay. They, they have to start from them. They have to get an understanding. You know what? You know what? We're not going to blackball nobody from working with so so and so. Whom we just going to know? I'm saying like you know, keep you know, be praised for those that's out, out here in the industry doing a good job. 
That that's awesome. Yeah, equality and just respecting everybody, and uh, hopefully those people will, you know, keep seeing the the many benefits of of opening up their minds that way. It's so important. Uh, I want to ask you. Feel free to plead the fifth on any of these questions because uh, you know if I if I am asking or going into terrain you don't want to cover. But how do you? I mean, do you just have to like, you know, get hard whenever they want you to, or is it kind of? You know, I just we only see the results. So it's like, what is there pressure to because I think pressure could make it, you know, not happen. Is that a challenge or no? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, it is pressure, of course, because, you know, um, it depends on how much pressure, depending on if you're going to stay erect or get erect, sort of like stay hard, whatever. The key is you got to mentally be prepared to go on set and be uh, very free and, and, and loose. And, you know, uh, some of us, you know what I'm saying, uh, take, you know, uh, supplements, pill supplements to, to, to keep our enhance, enhancement uh, solid during those, long, during those long hours on the set that we perform. And so we have that as backup, you know what I'm saying, on set to keep us that way. But, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, every guy has, uh, I believe every performer, uh, male performer has had uh, once or two or several moments on set where they had some, you know, I want to say wood issues. Uh, it happens to the, best, to the best of us, but, you know, after the scene over with, after the scene is over with, whatever scene that we had that was, that we can, you know, keep ourselves up. You just, you just have to put that. You have to, you have to put that behind you. You have to mentally block that out and go back on set the next day or the next week and make sure you kill that next scene. Those are great lessons, I think, for everybody because you know, I think every person, you know, men and women have you know, issues with uh, their arousal, you know, not always being at the top right when they want it to be, you know, so not putting too much pressure on yourself and right. and moving forward is, is awesome. That's so great. Uh, so what are you looking forward to in your career coming up? It sounds like you have so much going on. Uh, I mean, I got the toy line. The toy line is out, which I have three of those, the, 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 um, the black cock uh, addiction and the, uh, the, the squirt dildo. The squirt dildo, where the squirt dildo is where you can like go to your local uh, sack shop and get like your flavor, your flavor lubes that they taste good, and just put in it, put in uh, put it in the uh, the dong, and it actually squirts out by squeezing the nut sacks. It squirts out the liquid, the liquid dip. And the uh, my my latest piece just came out, the vibrator piece, the vibrator piece. It just came out maybe like a month and a half ago, two months ago. So I'm very very happy about that one. And the third piece, the third piece makes me the first uh, male performer to have three actual dongs. So that was wow. a, that was a good accomplishment on my end. Congratulations, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, Are they all replicas of of yours? Are they all? I, are they all um, molded after yours? I know that you. I read that you have an anatomically correct mold of, of your cock. Are these all? Are they all the same size and girth and all that? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, the Icon Brands. Icon Brands is the uh, you know the one that actually made it. Made the uh, the the, the flash brown. Uh, though I signed it, signed a comeback deal through them. So Icon Brands are the you know the head guys over this. Um, I actually went to a uh, to one of the uh, um, uh, office locations, and they had the you know the people there to had uh, to mold me. And uh, the molding the molding uh, procedure took maybe like an hour, 
months of molding to get it done, you know, when it got done to, to, to complete it. And, uh, uh, yeah, so that one piece, so that one mold, that one, that one mold that they, they make of me, they use that same replica for the other two also. So, it, so they don't just, like, I don't just go back in and redo it again, you know, re- remolding it. <laughs> over and over and sit over there for it. another hour, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that, that is... Right. So, uh, so same piece and yeah, yeah so, so it's all made up of me it's, it's me all day uh, it's all me uh, the, the exact replica of me to the veins to, to wow. the everything it's me wow who has that nobody that, that is amazing and uh, one question for uh, women who want to try this out our listeners who perhaps have never uh, you know had somebody with that size enter them do you have any tips as far as like should they are there instructions with them or should they kind of gradually work with it use lots of lube or is it kind of you know um, you don't necessarily have to use the whole thing at first or just to kind of prevent uh, irritation and stuff when they're not used to that size any tips uh, the, the, the tips for the ladies yeah on, on taking on big thighs um, yeah I would say, I, mean, I would say uh, you know uh, lube, but some girls don't like lube though. Some girls don't like to use lube. Some, you know, they just they want to use spit and just just keep it natural. But um, yeah, a little lube helps, uh, of course. And then you know, uh, for me, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I do not like uh, when I shoot with my girls. I do not like you know going there and try to rain trick, rain trash them. I mean, train trash them, like ramming in there, ramming in there, and just you know, just go crazy with it. You know what I'm saying? So I look out for the girl. And make sure she's, uh, you know, she's okay and she's comfortable first. That's my, that's my main objective of me shooting with her and uh, of, of getting her comfortable and getting her. Uh, the more comfortable she is, on set, the more comfortable I will be, and and the, and the better, and the better, the better our scene would be, you know. So the girl would just, you know, just genuinely just like like slowly take, you know, take the dick in her and you know, and just take her time and she, she just open up slowly, you know, and as I. As I enter her, and uh, when I'm in her, when I'm in her, you know, I I, I feed off of her her emotions and how she feels, how she vibrates, and how she you know how she how she looks, how she feels at the time. And then uh, uh, once she get comfortable, then I'm in her and she's open. And then then I can, uh, we can like you know take her from there and take her for take her to a different pace, a more faster pace. That is so very enticing. I can imagine how many uh, listeners are are loving that description right now. And the communication and respect is so important. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, How can we learn more about you and and order those sexy products? Uh, You can follow me. My Twitter Twitter is uh, FlashBrownXFX. And uh, my blog site is FlashBrown32.com blogspot.com you can order my toys there um and i have a christmas special going on too also uh once you order the the, the actual toys from from my blog site is i have a 50 percent discount christmas special going on with uh, whereas each piece is of course 50 percent off and you get two free dvd two free flash brown dvd movies with that order so that's a good thing for my for the fans out there to to, to get a hold of and uh yeah and my email, my email is uh, flashbrownxxx uh, at gmail.com. And my production company email is blackbrownproductions at gmail.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We wish you all the best. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Who else has, like, hot, flushed cheeks right now? <laughs> it was very sexy, that end part there. What a, what a 
wonderfully decent person, a human being, and I'm sure a very talented performer. Uh, again, you can connect with Flash through Twitter. That's at FlashBrown triple X. Uh, his website is flashbrown 32blogspot dot blogspot.com and now for a quick tip from our resident intimacy expert Wendy Sturgar of Good Clean Love the makers of that fabulous organic lube which you could actually use with Flash Brown's toys if you like listening is the most powerful form of patience we can show to someone we love I know how easily I can take a small bit of what my friend might say and jump to a conclusion Maybe I do know something, but my knowing is not worth nearly as much as my patience to listen and let her know it for herself. This recognition has taken a long time to understand that telling someone something that you know never really works. On the rare occasion that someone asks you why or how and is generally interested in your answer, you can tell them. But the most powerful learning always comes from within, when someone holds a space open for us to find the learning in ourselves. Years ago, I learned about the concept of generative listening, which is the art of developing deeper silences in yourself so you can slow your mind's hearing to your ear's natural speed and hear beneath the words to their meaning. I know from trying to communicate my own feelings that often the words I use don't describe what is happening nearly as accurately as my relationship to what is happening. Gaining the objectivity to really know the situation is part of what happens when someone takes the time to listen to us. This is where a lot of misunderstanding comes from. In our rush to reply, we often hear the words, but not the heart of what is being said. Slowing down and paying full attention to the people we love gives us the chance to heal and connect in a way that words often cannot. Thank you, Wendy. That was spot-on advice. If you're enjoying Girl Boner Radio, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating and review, and hop over to my website, augustmclaughlin.com, for show extras and a whole lot more. Thank you so much for listening, and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week.